Okay, as we head towards the end of 2021, there, of course, is plenty of debate over what will work. What will it look like in the new year? And there's a really intriguing article in The Economist providing some great insight as to why some executives, those in charge, want to see employees called back to the office. And for more on this, let's welcome in our good friend Wayne Berger, CEO of the International Work Group. He is a workplace expert, and Wayne joins us once again here on Global News Radio. Wayne, good afternoon. Uh, listen, this okay. debate over a return to the office, uh, Wayne, uh, tell us a little bit about what might be behind some executives thinking when it comes to ending uh, work from home, because uh, this, as I mentioned, this article in The Economist, I thought really insightful. I'd love that this article, and The Economist actually has been running a number of workplace return articles over the last 12 to 18 months here throughout, uh, throughout 2020 2021. This article, um, it leans on some of the latest results that are coming up from different polls. And in a most recent poll from Slack that found that executives are just simply keener to return to the traditional office of employees than employees. As a matter of fact, of those executives who are currently working remotely, 75% wanted to be back in the office three days a week or more, while only 34% of non-executives felt the same way. And there's, there's three big explanations for this, why executives prefer the traditional office. And it's really interesting to see the breakdown. The first one's called the cynical explanation. And basically it's that, look, executives like the status that the office office provides. Um, now, there has been a lot of what's called the democratization of office offices over the last few years, but there's still a, sat, a status element for executives, you know, sitting in nicer rooms or offices, sometimes split onto different floors. Um, there's always a status element in meetings, etc. So, so there's that cynical explanation where executives really enjoy and appreciate the status that they've that they've worked hard to achieve throughout their careers. But there's two other explanations. The other one is what's called the kind explanation. And that's that executives just simply believe that in-person interaction back in a corporate headquarters are better for the institutions they lead. That the belief that working from home doesn't work for people who want to hustle or doesn't work for culture or doesn't work for collaboration or, or idea generation. So there's this, there's this idea, this concern from executives that working remotely won't allow or, or help employees connect with managerial or interpersonal experiences or really be able to build out culture. So you get those two explanations, but then, but then the third one I think is the most intriguing, Jeff, and I think it's the, it's the most critical one, which is, it's the subconscious explanation. Executives advising employees to go back to an office are those same people who made their way in that environment. And executives who have achieved success by working in an office, frankly, are the least likely to question its efficacy. But the reality is we're completely shifting to a new world of flexibility. So this is where executives have to start to shift 
how they're thinking about work and workplace moving forward. Yeah, when I read that, Wayne, I thought that's exactly it. It's a paradigm shift. And yeah. when you uh, you know hear that explanation that executives want everybody back in the office because it's really worked out for them, it's kind of akin to me to politicians who talk about changing the electoral process, but nobody ever does because if you're in office and you got the power to do that, well, the current system is benefiting you, obviously. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, what's interesting is, the executives have this idea, let's bring everybody back into an office because we have to infuse culture. But what's interesting is 80% of employees do not want to go back to an office every single day because their experience in an office looks very different than, than an executive's. The idea of traveling every day to one physical headquarters, just sometimes to put your head down and conduct work that you could have done from somewhere other than a corporate office is really draconian at this point. What people are looking for is really this third place because where where people and I think executives are being misguided is the future work is not about just home or corporate headquarters. People want a third option. They want flexibility to work maybe closer to home if it makes sense for them that day. They want to cut down on long commute times because they're finding it less productive and less engaging. And then they also want the ability to be able to choose where they work, depending on what's required of them that day. You know, what's interesting, Jeff, is before the pandemic, over 50% of the global workforce worked from somewhere other than a corporate headquarters at least two days out of the week. So this whole movement towards flexibility was taking place beforehand. It's just over the last 20 months, it's become spotlighted and isolated because of a pandemic with many people working from home. But the reality is, What's happening now is executives need to shift because there is an absolute battle for talent. And 88% of companies are instituting flexible working strategies moving forward. So if you're one of the 12% that isn't giving your employees flexibility, you're going to lose great people. That's a real critical piece. And the last big, big piece for organizations to really start to think about and embrace and adopt is moving forward, managers, people managers, will not be managing teams that are solely in front of them in a physical workspace. Managers will be managing teams of people where they may be digitally available, they may be physically available. So they may be in an office, they may be from home, they may be at a flexible workspace or a co-working facility, they may be in one city, they may be located around the world. That's the really cool thing. Yeah, so is this last year and a half, this last 20, mo- 20 months, Wayne, has it been kind of, I don't know, the great experiment, if you will, when it comes to work and changing uh, the way we're going to look at work uh, moving forward? And certainly there's been challenges with remote work, but I don't think anybody can really argue that it can't be done, that it just can't be done. And do managers, those that feel as if uh, they need a complete and total return to the workplace, as you suggest, uh, they might find themselves uh, looking for talent because they're going to go elsewhere. But if that's their belief, do they need to maybe look at themselves rather than their people? 100%. That is exactly it. It's just a self-limiting belief at that point to feel that you can't institute culture or be able to be connected to your people unless it's in a one physical presence. Um, it's, an, it's an absolute gap. And the challenge is that will be costly when it comes to on the financial side for organizations because real estate is expensive and inflexible and it'll also be costly from a talent perspective. So executives need to look within themselves and ask themselves, how are people working today? How do they want to work? Because what have we witnessed and experienced over the last 20 months? How can I best achieve 
the best talent, and not just here in Toronto, but for example, globally? And how do I best align our company mission with what people are looking for? And, and I think the last piece, which is really simple, Jeff, but it's not happening enough, is I need to be talking to my employees to see how they feel they can best work to drive productivity and engagement moving forward. Because it's amazing what they'll learn when they have a good open conversation with their employees around what the future of work looks like and workplace. All right, Wayne, great stuff as always. Always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks, Jeff. All the best. You too. Wayne Berger, CEO of the International Work Group. Is a return to the office, is it a deal breaker for you? Here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.